Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. That's my bad. That's my bad. I didn't tell you what to do before. It's my first time co-hosting. I'm a little slow today. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. No, I'm Chrissy Grody, your host. I'm here with Robin Cohen, a wonderful <laughs> human being who I did not prepare properly for this guest co-host intro. As soon as we like got the countdown to begin, I'm like, oh shit. I didn't tell her what she's supposed to say. She's not going to look at me like, now what? Deer in headlights. <laughs> I should know. I've listened to it enough. Yeah, no, it's, it's okay. It's okay. We made it through. We made it through. So Robin is the Pilates instructor for the Reds. If you haven't listened to her episode, please go back and do so. She's about to leave us for LA. So I had to get in, get her in here and get her back on the mic before you leave. I know. And like I, just another excuse for us to hang out too, I guess. I'm so excited to be back and... I feel like this is so serendipitous and we've come full circle, but I also am feeling very sad and anxious at the same time to be leaving Yeah, with hopes to be returning. Right. So right now it's where you're a little up in the air of you're going back to LA where your apartment, your home, your life. Yes. In hopes to sign again with the Reds and come back next spring. Yeah. Cincinnati's really grown on me uh, for multiple reasons, which maybe we'll dive into in a little bit, but I am waiting for the end of the month just to hear if... I am confirmed to move forward. Um, in my mind, I feel like I'm 99%. I feel really positive with how the season's turned out yeah. for me and with some of the teammates. But you never know. You never know. No. It's stressful. It is stressful. And I've been having a lot of anxiety today and kind yeah. of prematurely packing, which is, I think, my way of trying to control things. Oh, uh, sure. But at least I'm aware of that aspect. Yeah. Just so first step, right? First step, uh, organization. Anyone that knows me knows that I, I kind of live an immaculate life. Yeah, no, so, that's the kind of life that I like to live too. Uh, it just goes back to control. Like, it goes back to control, feeling that if my environment is organized, then my life will be less chaotic. Again, it's if anyone's watched uh, Whitney Cummings' The Female Brain, I can really relate to a lot of the <laughs> lessons within that movie. So, <laughs> Well... One of the things maybe that you've been doing to combat that anxiety is working out. So why don't you tell me about your favorite workout? Yes, I will. So there are many workouts. First of all, I'd like to say that I wish that I had tried, but... You'll come back. I'm coming back. Yeah. Uh, but some of those workouts that I did want to try are um, Planet Dance. Uh, so this is one you haven't done yet. Yes, okay. I have not done Planet that yet. Dance. I don't even know what that is. It's a dance studio in Eden Park, okay. somewhere nestled in oh. there. I know. We're really close to it. Okay. I used to live like almost right next door. I had no idea what it was. I saw it was like some dance thing, but I think it's like for like actual dancers, not like Well, me it seems kind of when I watch or stalk their Instagram, they have a multi-level different ages and, you know, being a 35-year-old jumping into classes can be way different than my 25-year-old self and or body. Yeah. But I've just really discovered how I miss moving my body in that way. And I think mm -hmm. I even talked about that a little bit on the last uh, podcast yeah. that I was on with you. But uh, that is definitely one I want to try. There's even that bungee fitness. I just want to see what it feels like to be propelling that. in the air. But I, I want to do that too. Um, recently, I tried Lion's Pride Wellness with your husband, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was Shout a mistake. <laughs> Shout out Ryan Grody. It was such a great workout. Uh, I definitely picked the wrong partner. Your husband is yeah, obviously <laughs> brutally strong. I was trying to keep up. I didn't want to let him down, which is my own internal struggle. Well, it's like, but you didn't actually think you were gonna be able to keep up with him, did you? 
maybe. See, that's where your first mistake was. Like Ryan and I work out together all the time and I never in a million years even fathom that like I'm going to be doing the speed or the weight or anything I like have that. to say he conceals his strength well because when he did take off his shirt, I thought, oh, I'm so fucked right now. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah. Aside from that, I recently uh, tried Sarah Jenkins' class, and I really like the space, I like the environment. I want to learn more about Sarah as a person in yeah. general. She's and wonderful. I was with her this morning. I saw you were deadlifting. Yeah. 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 And she made, or the program she provided made my ass sore for days, but I love that. What did she do? What was it? I mean, we just did a lot of squats, uh-huh. uh, even just bodyweight squats, but high reps. Oh, yeah. She said that was high reps. Right. So, I mean... But I love it. My, yeah. I love when my glute max is sore because I honestly tend to think that it's dormant and sleeping and you know that trying to wake is. it up. We're both trying to wake it up. We're both trying to wake up our asses. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I constantly even think about squeezing it mentally when I stand up from any squat. I'm like, okay, squeeze like a fist, squeeze like a fist. Honestly, Robin, after you kind of did your initial little assessment of me way back when, maybe it was like right after you recorded the podcast, actually. Yes. And we talked about like engaging my glutes. I have been very mindful since then. And I've been doing something, (laughs) doing something like that with being like, anytime I have movement, like squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. It's helpful. Just sending the brain signal to the muscle that is non-active. Right. Or lazy. Yeah. Unintentionally. Lazy lazy is more. Yeah. But it's unintentional. It's just. Yeah. Well, it's like, hey, if someone else is going to do the work for me, then I'm just going to sit back and relax. Exactly. Um, but outside of those two workout regimes, I have actually been spending a lot of time kind of contemporary style, lyrical, I don't even know what you call it, dancing in my... Joyful movement? Something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dancing in my living room because we don't have furniture and just because, you know, this was a temporary thing. And, yeah. But that space has been really helpful to me, just kind of regaining my sensuality again and my confidence. Mm-hmm. I... It sounds really ridiculous, but it does make me feel sexier when I'm moving my body in that way. That does not sound ridiculous at all. (laughs) It's empowering. That that makes perfect sense to me. That's why I love to go out and dance too. Yeah. It's so powerful. So I've been taking videos and trying to be very non-judgmental of how it looks. And I have was having some sweaty armpit moments before even posting them on Instagram. I would never take a video of me dancing. (laughs) ever intentionally people have done it to me while i'm drunk which isn't very nice but still but i would never do that but but that's your your movement looked beautiful oh my gosh well thank you but that movement has been really helpful for me uh even just battling any anxiety and just like again regaining some more confidence and uh, sensuality but are you ever resistant to it like you're like i know this will probably make me feel better but i don't want to do it Yes, like today, um, I I was having a lot of anxiety thinking about leaving Cincinnati and what the transition of my life will look like in the next four and a half months Mm -hmm. uh, for many reasons. And I could feel my heart rate was revving up and I started journaling a little bit, but I knew that moving was going to help me. And I I feel so much better after lifting heavy things or, you know, I was doing kind of sprinting intervals on the treadmill, just needed to get my heart rate up, get a little sweat going on. Yeah. Um, but segueing back to like Sarah Jenkins and Lions Pride mm-hmm. Wellness, something I've noticed too is I have a fear of performing, of not performing well in a new exercise 
program or coming into a new space or environment. Not that anyone's judging me, but myself. I definitely have that. And especially because of this podcast, people are like, oh, Chrissy Grody's going to show up. Like, let's see how fucking fit she is. I'm like, damn it. Like, what if I just want to chill out? Yeah, that is a lot of pressure for you. (laughs) I'm under so much pressure to perform. (laughs) Um, But I do feel myself getting a heart rate, like a high heart rate prior to or even like the sweaty armpits. And I'm like, Robin, calm down. You're just trying something new. Why are you fearful of this? And it makes me want to do it more. I was just talking to Sarah about this this morning. like it's real i'm gonna run the nipper stadium stairs the i've heard all about these nipper i know (laughs) i know it's been on my bucket list i'm finally finally doing it by the time this podcast comes out i would have already i will have already done it but i'm nervous about it like i am like have anxiety about it i'm like it's gonna be too hard and like i i've never done it i have absolutely no idea it could be totally fine it could be hell whatever it's good to know that we're not alone though that we spend time with our thoughts to be anxious for a workout which is something that's going to feel good for us and if we can't run to that capacity that we feel like we should it's gonna be okay we still did it pat on the back holding me over a flame or anything like they're not following me maybe that's our perfectionist (laughs) attitude following us around maybe we need to to work on letting that go yes um i agree so yeah, that's what I've I've been doing as far as fitness goes here. Um, I'm going to really miss my long walks around the city. I love that. Yeah. But I wonder what 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 happens when it, you know, when winter Please falls here. We're and, not talking about sorry, it. We're, you're we're not, not ready talking. for that. Okay, <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. So my favorite workout yes. is somewhat similar and tied to what you were just talking about, mm-hmm. in a lot of capacities. So mine is. The you can burp, Robin. <laughs> I'm drinking spiked seltzer, yeah, drinking and spike seltzer. the carbonation makes me want to burp. Oh, for sure. I burp all the time. Um, maybe I do, just don't do it right in the mic. So, good job. <laughs> Thank you. So, I recently went to Jess Evans, also past podcast guest of Dance Factory Fitness. She had a dance class for Andy, who used to co host the podcast with mm-hmm. me for Andy's birthday. So we rented out, or Andy rented out, Nicole Leeson's personal training studio space in Covington, which that's a beautiful space. Yes, I've been subbing there recently. Really nice space. Right. Wide open, mirrors, light pours through, right across the street from Braxton Brewery. like Perfect spot to end your night. Exactly. (laughs) But the dance class was just so much fun. I mean, Jess's classes are, are really high energy and like lots of cardio, great music. She is halfway through her pregnancy. Can you even tell? No. (laughs) She looks like she's just like pushing out her stomach a little bit like with air. But she said her last pregnancy, like she taught like right up pretty much until the end and felt great. She said today or when I saw um, last, she said that on the days that she doesn't work out, she feels worse. That she like really just needs to be moving and like loves the movement. So I'm like, good for you, girl. Keep up. But we had a she did like a little like dance circle at the end Mm -hmm. and like people had to like go in the circle and this is all right we're all friends like it's all for andy's birthday well i mean we some of us didn't know each other but you know it's not like randomized people and you would like go in the circle and you do your own dance move like whatever dance move you wanted and then the whole circle like had to do that dance move that you did and jess would like time it for us and stuff it was really fun that sounds fun because i'm sure everyone's perception of that movement looked completely different oh yeah i mean like annie did the worm that's like her go-to oh gosh dance. we didn't have to do that thankfully um I'm like i don't think my back would even do that yeah i would be, be afraid for my boobs that would hurt <laughs> yes i don't know um but 
kind of like coming back to your anxiety thing, I was in like just an irritable mood all day. And I and I was trying to be like, why are you irritable? Mm -hmm. Are you hungry? Are you stressed? What What's going on? You know, because I really shouldn't have a reason to be irritable. It was a mm -hmm. Friday, like, and I was just like thinking through, thinking through. And I hadn't worked out the in two days like the two days before I didn't work out I went on like long walks and stuff but I didn't like really get a good sweat mm -hmm. so I was like this is it like I just need to move my body I need to sweat and I just need to just like move this irritated energy out of me and I did it and I felt so much better felt great and I was like really active all weekend and I felt really good it's good to reflect on that too because even on your previous podcast or I think I touched base on it when I was on it the first time was that you know, I'm definitely not an advocate for punishing yourself to do a workout right. or working out because you feel guilty. Right. But now it's more of a place of to negate my anxiety. Oh, yeah. I need to move my limbs. For sure. That's, and then I'm at peace. Yeah. No, I, and I was like, this is what it is, you know. And I was a little, I was starting to doubt myself. And I was like, you know, driving there. And I was like, okay if you get down with this dance class and you don't feel like a lot better, that's okay too. And you know, and recognize like, no, that right, and then right. try to figure out where it's right. really coming from. Right. Yeah. I was almost like, I don't want to jinx myself, but no, it wasn't. It's like, no, it wasn't about that. It felt great. I felt so good. Went to do Braxton. You, had do you do anything else to help your anxiety besides movement? Is there any other like rituals that you might have? That so walking is like the number one. Me too. Thing. That has become a huge ritual for me since I've been here. I got I gotta get out and just like just get out, move, you know, and really that's kind of like a way for me to like shut my brain off. Mm -hmm. Um yoga mm -hmm. will help when it's like okay, like a scheduled thing. But in the moment, if I'm feeling like super, super anxious, I try to remember to take deep belly breaths and I really like focus on like the belly part because I just recently have become attuned to like what that actually means. Yes. And I'll, I'll like try to do that, but sometimes I'm super. Re when I get anxious, I get very resistant to things that I know will make me feel better. Like I don't want to do them. I just am like I'll just keep going and just like go 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 instead of just stopping and being like, you need to take care of yourself right now. Like I I'm not good at that. Do you notice any place in your body where you hold tension, where your anxiety goes? I can t I can tell like in my jaw, jaw. <laughs> my jaw. Um. My shoulders. You said your hands. Your anxiety shows yes, up in your hands. Yes, which is I, weird. It is so. Not weird, but it is no. <laughs> I'm different. I am very different. Yes, I do. I feel like I can clench my fists a lot, or I almost want to sit on my hands. I feel like I, I constantly need to be doing something with my hands. Maybe it's a form of ADD. I don't really know. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I notice it a lot, and that's where it goes for me. I guess it's better than my neck or my lower back. Yeah, I noticed it. I have like a lot of shit going on my neck but. but i've actually like looked up youtube videos on how to relax my hands i know nerd no good for you just any way to feel better yeah definitely what do you want to talk about what do i want to talk about i am really being i'm feeling a lot of sadness about leaving cincinnati robin we're gonna miss you i, I have built up so many solid female friendships since I've been here and yeah. something that if I was to compare them to Los Angeles it's that I might see a really good friend once a month just right. because our schedules are crazy the energy is frenetic in Los Angeles it's too challenging to get to someone even if it's five miles away right. 
So I really like the spontaneity of being able to get up and go. And I've already seen you like three times this week, yeah. which I'm not complaining yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it just seems like females here tend to want to gather more frequently. And I really like that yeah. camaraderie. That's our that's our Midwest. I love that, though. Rooms. I know. <laughs> want to hang out. I know. And that's my it's speaking to my Midwest heart. So I. I'm feeling very sad leaving. Um, I'm hopeful that you will all come and visit me. Robin, I'm, I'm coming for two weeks. Like, you're going to be okay, good. so annoyed with me. I don't think so. Like, I think get we, this girl out of my apartment. I don't think so. I think we'll get along just yeah. fine no, sharing I, space. I, I do, too. I do, too. Um, but, and also, again, like I was saying, I don't know what the next four months are going to look like for me as far as transitioning with how I'll be making enough money. Um, I'm yeah. going to become a dog mom. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. Which is the biggest commitment that I am about to make or have made, which might sound silly to people who already have children or are married, but I'm like, no, it's giving up a huge part of my life. I think it's like the biggest commitment ever. Like at least with a baby, you can just like leave it with, like it's no problem, parents, whatever, babies, Right, I whatever. have to be home to let the dog out. Yeah. I or mean, like, and come home to consequences. And you more places than you can a dog, I think. Very true. Um. I'm trying to think of other things, but I really can't. And I also just think that that goes to show you how huge of a commitment it is because it's like a, an actual human baby, but it's a dog. Very true. I am looking forward to that. But you can put a dog in a cage. You can't put a baby in a cage. <laughs> I've asked the question before. Like, can't they just be in like a really secure? A playpen. It's kind safe, of similar. Yeah. Kind of similar playpen. I, mean, I know nothing, you know, but. The top is open so they can yeah, sure, circulate the of air. Of course. Um, <laughs> breed. That's okay. <laughs> But uh, no, I'm looking forward to that companionship. And honestly, uh, which might be a silly reason to get a, a dog. But for as much as I've walked here, I look forward to coming back and being able to walk my dog in, in a lot of these parks that we yeah. have here. Yeah, you say that, Robin. But what, what month are you coming back? What month will be April? Yeah. Okay. It would be it's fine. You're gonna the beginning of April. You're going to seriously miss like everything that's terrible. I'm so mad at you. I'm fleeing <laughs> for the winter. <laughs> So mad at you. <laughs> well, like I said, anyone is welcome to come mm -hmm. stay with me. I don't even know what's going to happen to my apartment and if I'm going to keep it or if I'm going to let it go. Yeah. Or I've been looking at um, some really nice lofts in, the, in downtown that I'm salivating over here. The thought of having a high rise Cincinnati in my mid thirties. It really, really did. It really did. <laughs> I'm I, so proud for some stupid, selfish reason. I'm like taking credit. I'm like Cincinnati is the place for you. You should be here. It, there's just been so <laughs> I many feel an attachment to the city. I do. There's been so many great opportunities. Wonderful people. I really didn't think that I would really align with anybody because I'm very open minded and liberal and mm -hmm. forward thinking, progressive. And I, I just, just thought we were farmers. Kind of. Yeah. Not gonna lie. It's okay. So. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm having a lot of sadness about leaving. Um, and I, I feel that waking up in LA and having been there for 12 years is going to bring a lot more of anxiety back and also just feeling like the need to be ultra productive. Mm. So I've really taken the time here to get quality sleep, take mm -hmm. care of myself, say no to commitments when I need to, mm -hmm. uh, which is great that I have commitments yeah. now. <laughs> Uh, whereas before I was searching for friends yeah. and sliding into DMs yep. and That's I still slide idea. in because I like to network and meet new people. Yeah. But um, so I'm just uh, trying to live up my or soak up my last 15 days here. When this airs, you'll be back in L.A. This is sad. Yeah, I know. I know. You can't. Well, I'm not going to tell you what you can and cannot do, but it sounds like you're being anxious about your anxiety. 
that you don't have yet. <laughs> Everyone's just going to think I'm a ball of anxiety now listening to this yeah, whole podcast. Yeah, but this is where you are right now. I know. This is me today, right yeah. now, present, being honest. Yeah. And uh, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely an open book, and I want people to know that they're not alone if they're dealing with anxiety or fear or guilt or shame. Yeah. And because those are normal human qualities to have, and uh, why hide them? Yeah, yeah, So exactly. Good point. Should we talk about the wild card? Is that where you're going right now? No, I want to talk about my thing. Oh, yes. My my thing is that I want to talk about. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like totally what, do you, what like, do you want to talk about? Totally lost my train of thought there. Um, I want to talk about the idea of collaboration versus competition. Okay. So I'm mindful that I'm not in the same space as studio owners, business owners, trainers, right? Where they are perhaps, you know, competing over a resource of clientele business, right? Mm -hmm. But I just come back to that it, it really just seems only beneficial from my perspective to collaborate with each other and learn from each other versus like trying to make it so much of a competition. Even though, yes, you're running a business and like you're trying to make money, of course. But... You know, I was reminded we had that dinner yes. at Anna's, Anna Walls recently, and Anna invited a bunch of... Who's such a special, special human. Yes, she is. 100%. Um, she invited, you know, different gym owners, studio owners, people just in the fitness community who are likely competing for very similar clientele. They're not, their studios are not very far from each other. You Correct. Know? And they all offer kind of a somewhat of a similar package of course everyone's different and offering something unique which is kind of where i'm getting kind of what i'm getting at is that when it comes to fitness and comes to things like this people have to find their fit and there's going to be a different fit for everyone i was making a comment this weekend about there seems there's so many new places opening mm-hmm. we've got system strength coming we've got shred 415 like all this stuff which is amazing and great and i was kind of like oh what you know are there enough people and sarah is like there's a new bar that opens every week no one says anything about a new bar opening. Like there's a what a great <laughs> comment and thought. Yes. Honestly. Yes. And I'm like, you're so right, you know? And I think especially where we are in this like climate of fitness and what's happening right now, at least for Cincinnati, I would be interested to know on a broader like national scale. But mm-hmm. I, I think where we're moving is is, you know, yeah, you have your bar, favorite bar, right? That you frequent a lot and that's like your place. You know, people Still you know need the to go to Lost and Found. You yes. will go. But that's also like you want to try a bunch of different bars. You want to try a bunch of different places, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know, see what's out there. And even if it doesn't stick, you could come back in another month. It's like just eating at a different type or restaurant or cuisine every night. I mean, right. I would get bored. I would want to continue to have sushi in Italian and switch it up. It's the yeah. same thing with exercise and, yeah. and trainers and instructors. You're going to gain something different and new from every person you work with. Right. Right. But I did love how we all sat around the table with Anna and different studio owners because honestly reflecting – that is something that would not really ever occur in LA, to so, be quite honest. Yeah, my, my question to you is kind of, you know, what are your thoughts on it? Do you see a difference in from your experience in Cincinnati? And I also do want to point out, too, that I'm sure this isn't happening everywhere in Cincinnati, that there are places that, you know, maybe aren't as welcoming as a Studio S or looking for that collaboration and working together. And I mean, it's not even like, a situation of like sharing gym secrets. It's just like, no, but I think it's it's a confidence of knowing your worth and what you have to represent and that there ultimately at the end of the day should be enough business to go around. 
And I felt that confidence sitting around that table and everyone was so welcoming and no, I'm not competing with them. I don't have an, my own business. I'm just working right. for Same here. Same a company. Here. But it's still really nice that we can all conversate and, you know, have those commonalities. Um, but I don't think that you would find that definitely not in LA. I can't speak for other yeah. cities or states, but that was a huge eye opener knowing that there is kind of that Midwest love and open heart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's encouraging to see, especially in a space where people are working with other people to be the a better version of themselves. So then if you're working from that space of authenticity and like, place of love, yeah. then that's really all that should matter at the end of the day. You're trying to make individuals better. Um so no, I, I've really enjoyed that. And um, I actually have a couple more networking meetings this week with um, other people from other studios and just to have open conversations yeah, and make new friends. Sure. And I, again, don't think that that's something that would happen so much in other places. So yeah. I think that's also my fondness for the city. Yeah, yeah. Another example is right there. Coming yeah. back around again. Yes. Okay. Well, we're ready to move to the wild card now. Okay. What job would you never want to do? Ooh, that is a good one. Uh, there are a few jobs that I could think of, but I could think of a lot. Yes, um, <laughs> you have to pick one. <laughs> there's not one, but I would say I definitely would not want to be an OBGYN or a proctologist. And ultimately, I think I just don't want to go up poles all day long. Okay, okay. <laughs> I've heard some really scary, traumatic trauma stories from OBs especially which I know there's HIPAA so I shouldn't be hearing these stories but well you're allowed to say if you don't say names right is that the rule I think that is the rule I mean I I'll go up my partner's holes but I'm not going up other people's so there's that but that wouldn't bother me so much though honestly I don't think I'd be that that bothered really I could give some examples of how you could be bothered right now I mean I'm sure yes but okay so is that your is that your your pick that would be my pick, pick, but it's really anything that w- would require me being stationary and non-creative. I would lose my mind. Okay. Okay. That makes but, sense. Yeah. Going at polls. Yeah. Your turn. Okay. Mine is, I automatically thought about like anything where I'm like likely to die while I'm at work is something I don't want to do. And I really narrowed that down. Like a stunt devil? I'm confused. What does that mean? No, like, like a, cop? a police officer. Yeah. And okay. One, obviously say thank goodness for them and obviously we need them and this is a really important job i would never want to do it personally i would never want to do it you have no idea what you're getting into you're dealing with assholes and then on top of that everyone hates you and like doesn't want you to be around and like doesn't want you to pull you them know over. who i hate the what it, what are they even called the parking ticket oh, a meter maid yes for sure. They but they're are, also just trying to do their job. I know, but they're meeting a quota and they're assholes. I know. But I actually just ran into one the other day where Caitlin Lovett, uh-huh. Bolt Lovett, was dropping me off and the guy was trying to follow her vehicle to take a picture of her car. And I oh. said, sir, she's just dropping me off. Oh, well, she can't park in the middle of the street. Well, what if she was an Uber, sir? I was using sir, sir, <laughs> sir, sir. But it didn't matter. He didn't care. He just had to meet his quota. I know, but these also just has to do his job. I know. And what if that's the job that he can get and that's how he is supporting his family and maybe he gets bonuses, 25 cent bonuses on extra tickets. I don't know, Robin. But that's a job. The, I hate those people. <sighs> can you hate the job and not the people? 
Yeah, you're right. Okay. Let's be better. Okay. <laughs> Let's look at this full circle. I hate the job, not the you person. Hate, no, what you hate is getting a ticket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. And I hate my friend getting a ticket who is graciously yes, dropping me yes, off. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes. No, I understand. But you know, I think, I mean, we need police officers. I'm very grateful that for them in certain situations. But I wouldn't want to do it. I think it sounds... What about being a brain surgeon? Can you imagine having someone's life in your hands every day? Yeah, but if I were in that position, then I would be smart enough to be there and then I would be probably confident enough and I would be okay. Confident enough to, to perform yeah. surgery? They're, they're, they exist. They do. God love them. Bless yeah, them. Right. So that's to me... That's me. I, I feel okay. like if I was on the table, I would, I would think, have you slept the night before? Were you would, drinking the night before? I would not be thinking about that. Are you are you foggy right now? Mostly because I would probably not be thinking at all if I was on the Right, you'd be on drugs. <laughs> you'd be on drugs and they'd be counting down and you'd be going to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think that's that's mine. Well, luckily, we have, we have people that <laughs> are willing and able and courageous enough to do the jobs that we don't want to do. That we don't want to do. Uh, so thank you. And I and I do thank my OB. Thank you for going yeah. up my hoo-ha and making sure I am a healthy girl. Absolutely. This episode of What the Fit is supported by Lions Pride Wellness Center. Lions Pride Wellness Center offers a unique approach to group fitness classes. Seriously, David is really trying to do something different with this gym and training facility with a concentration on sound movement, targeted energy systems, and an awareness of mental state. Their group fitness classes will help you feel better mentally and physically. This is a super inclusive community. All fitness levels and backgrounds are welcome. The group fitness classes have cardio and strength components. They're always varied, so you won't get bored. And I love their focus on form and efficiency. If you're curious, just come try a Saturday class. It's $10 and open to the public. For more info on their new programs, facility, and to hear the story behind it all, check out David Fairbanks' previous What the Fit episode or visit them on Instagram at Lions Pride Weightlifting. Currently, there are group fitness classes on Tuesday and Thursday, 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. and Saturday at 9. Website's coming soon. If you're loving What the Fit and want to help contribute to continuing a weekly release of the podcast, please, please, please visit the Patreon page. Link is in the Instagram bio and the show notes. There are three different levels. The first level, which I would be so appreciative of, is $2 a month. The second level is $5 a month. And with that level of contribution, you also get a monthly email from me. That email will contain additional topics we don't get to cover on the podcast, further guest Q&As, challenge updates, and much more. The third level is $10 a month. You'll get the monthly email and a What the Fit hat after two billing cycles. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of our community. My guests today support and work for a nonprofit organization who is here to make the burden lighter for women fighting breast and gynecological cancers. Pink Ribbon Girls provides free direct services of healthy meals, house cleaning, rides to treatment, and peer support to ensure no one travels alone. Working out daily can increase chances of survival by 50% and decrease recurrence by 50%. And one woman and breast cancer survivor is on a mission to ensure everyone affected knows and acts upon the vital impact of daily exercise. Please welcome Jamie Hoffpower and Courtney Kramer. Hi. Hi, Chrissy. Hello, ladies. Welcome to What the Fit. 
Thanks for having us. Oh my gosh, of course. Let's do a cheers. Thank Absolutely. you. They requested champagne. Yes. It's a celebratory kind of day. Ooh, for sure, which I gladly abided by. <laughs> Delicious. Good pick. Um, yeah. I always get really cupcake good. Prosecco. Oh yeah? It's like my go-to easy. It's a great name. It's I don't always go for the branding. Yeah. You, know, you go a, for the labels. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. So is it, would this be, you asked, because you specifically, Jamie, asked for a dry. Is this dry? This is dry. Okay. I've never had this though, but okay. this is dry. Okay. I okay. like it. Good, good, good. Well, thank you guys thanks. so much for coming out. Um, thanks for kinda, having us. Yeah, of course. Kick off to Breast Cancer Awareness Month, right? October. Mm-hmm. So I know we have a lot to talk about. I have a lot to get into. I've got some notes. I was doing my research this weekend, looking at everything. Um, but I think I would love to start, Jamie, with your fitness story and journey and everything to go, you know, the workout top, all that good stuff. And then we can kind of transition and chat a little bit about the organization. Does that sound good? How long do you have? You know, I'm 52, (laughs) 52, you're 30 something. (laughs) I got a lot of years on you. (laughs) All right. Well, let's do a, I'll start. I'll I'll do uh, the condensed version. Cliff notes version, but I don't want you to leave out any of the juicy details. All right. Right. Okay. There we go. Okay, great. It's also important to note, Robin stuck around and is going to chat with us mostly because I want to hang out with her before she goes back to LA. So. Fantastic. Um, So. Like, I was not an athletic kid at all. Mm -hmm. Even though I have my father's build, I was thrown into my mother's world of singing and piano playing and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Which I'm not very good at. (laughs) But um, I've got to be in this world. I'm not good at it. (laughs) I was the kind of kid that was on the softball team in fourth grade. And me and my best friend were sitting there going, God, please don't put us in. Please. (laughs) Right, right. You like, so, just like to chat and like socialize yes. versus actually playing. Yeah, that yeah. was me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so in college, I, you know, took some group fitness classes at like shitty gyms. Yeah. I, I love that I can cuss because I'm really going to drop it. Absolutely. Because Rob it. Lot on this podcast. I love it. Yeah. That's probably why I love this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that reason and that reason alone. No. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. Cheers to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Fuck yeah. 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 <laughs> and so, um, when I was in graduate school in New Orleans, I lived, I was, I went to Tulane University. Oh, yeah. And we had an amazing rec center across the camp, the parking lot from mm-hmm. where I lived. And it was great. So I'd go in there and do a step aerobics and, you I know, love step aerobics. Oh, my God. I am the best step aerobics I instructor ever. Do you have? Do you have? Do you teach a step aerobics class right now in the No, but I should. You absolutely should. Yeah, we I should, should do a party where you throw a step aerobics oh, yes. class and we come in in like full on eighties workout gear. Yes, It'd be so fun. We'll talk later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, so I was going to classes, um, group classes there, doing my master's degree in social work. And I was kind of bored. So then I started working at a Mexican restaurant and started eating a lot of chips mm-hmm. and drinking As a lot does. of Cuervo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even though I was going to classes and stuff, I was like, oh, my God, I am getting really fat. And yeah. I remember driving down St. Charles Avenue in my air-conditioned car and looking down, well, looking at this girl who's running in the streetcar mm-hmm. thing, whatever that's called. Rear mirror. <laughs> and I'm going, 
looking at her and thinking, man, it's 90 degrees and humid. And I look down at myself and I'm like, oh, you're fucking fat. <laughs> you know, yep. these classes aren't doing it. Uh-huh. You got to step it up. Right. No, step aerobics is not helping you out. But it was probably really just all the chips, huh? It was the chips. Yeah, it was the chips. <laughs> and let's yeah. face it, it was probably the alcohol because yes. it was intense. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, so then I graduated from school, met my now ex-husband, mm-hmm. put him through law school. And during that time, he was, we were in New Orleans and he was stunning a lot. And I was left home alone, mm. all alone. Mm. So I joined this amazing gym in New Orleans and just that became my life. Yeah. And well, it sounds like you said you were kind of sitting on the bench, not wanting to go in, but you've always been a little drawn to fitness. Yeah. 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 So um, I was the girl who was there in the front, you know, claim your spot. Uh-huh. And um, at the time, I was, I mean, I just loved it. It was an obsession and I became really obsessed. What kind of classes were these? Oh, step aerobics, yeah. high low aerobics, <laughs> the beginning of the boot camp classes. I mean, all the new. What were you wearing? Oh, you know what I was wearing. You know, like the leotard that oh went up gosh. the, you know what? I have images of my mom and she's passed some of that stuff down to me, actually. Exactly. You can wear that to our class. Yes. Wait, so that is real? It's not just like on the music videos oh, on no, MTV? Oh, no, it's real. Oh, my God. You I wish there was so a picture. Young. <laughs> yeah, just like glamour shots were real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did you yeah. do that? No. No. <laughs> no. Clearly, I'm not glamour. No. no. <laughs> so so um, you're stepping so it up. I'm stepping it up. I'm loving it. I'm, I have my degree, master's degree in social work, and I'm kind of looking around, and I'm going, you know, there's a lot of people in the back of the room who are um, not – engaged they're not doing anything Mm -hmm. they kind of like leave they want the energy but they're not able to keep up and in Mm -hmm. my head i'm thinking there's some connection with trying to get those people in the back up to the front Mm -hmm. yeah so fast forward we moved back to cincinnati where i'm from Mm -hmm. actually moved to northern kentucky and i started working at every gym in town midtown athletic club better bodies in northern kentucky five seasons in northern kentucky um, as a personal trainer as a group fitness instructor okay okay ended up at the healthplex in anderson which i loved mm-hmm. loved loved and learned i mean taught every class then started personal training then i had this major medical crisis and then i stopped doing social work and i said i or counseling i, mean, mm-hmm. I said i'm going to start doing um what i really love mm-hmm. and combine personal training with kind of that counseling aspect and Uh try to get those people from the back of the room to the front of the room Mm -hmm. because really that's what it's all about is pulling people in. Right. So I did that and then um, got through my cancer stuff and had an opportunity to teach at a small studio and I believe this was like the beginning of the boutique studios in Fort Thomas and... It was a spin studio, and I taught there. And then one of my clients said, I'm going to buy a building in Newport with Jason Reeser, the bicycle outfitter. Mm. And I want you to run a spin studio upstairs. And this was in cool. 2008. Mm-hmm. So I did that, and that lasted about – she was involved with me for about a year, and then she sold it. I worked for Sweat Equity Uh and was a partner. Then she moved away out of the country Mm -hmm. and sold it to me for a dollar. A dollar? A dollar. Wow. 
So I had all this equipment, all this stuff, this beautiful wow. space, um, a great clientele for a dollar. Well, I put the work into it, yeah. but yeah. you know, I didn't have to put any capital into it. Wow. That is obviously a testament to it was great. what you can do. Yeah. So I've kind of been in the business since you're an OG. 19 something. <laughs> yeah. But as a studio owner since 2008. Yeah. I yes. think it's I think it's really important, especially right now when studios are opening up all the time, which I'm sure you've seen from the beginning, right? Kind of now an explosion, I would say. Yes. And I see how valuable it is with my own career and my job, people that have been in the industry and working and like how much I can learn from them and how much respect I have from them. And just to see like they, like you said, been on this earth a lot, not a lot, longer than I have. Yeah. And there's a lot to learn from people that have been around and doing it. Oh, yeah. And so I think, you know, as these new people are coming in to kind of be like, well, my thing's a new thing or like, uh, you know, I'm here to shake things up or this is the new, the new crazy thing. Yeah. So I feel like you could think like take a note, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. So it's cool. Yeah. It's been fun to watch it. That's kind of why I really do love your podcast is to see the explosion and to say, I didn't know that was out there because yeah. I'm stuck in my own little box. Well, we all are. Mammoth Street. Yeah, we all are. Yeah. And Chrissy's yeah. so good at bringing community together. Yeah. Yes. And making us all aware of what is really out there. Yes. This is not going to turn into this. We are talking to <laughs> these two people. I'm sorry, but I have <laughs> no, thank, to throw the you. compliment where no, it's thank necessary. You, Robin. Thank you, Robin. Robin. No, thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I call her the mayor of Cincinnati, but she blushes. <laughs> the mayoress. I don't even yeah. I am no, I'm sorry nowhere Moving near on. nowhere near yeah um but yeah so I'm it's it's cool to hear uh, different perspectives right different mm-hmm. t- to see I'm sure from your perspective to see what's growing and what's going it's on amazing. now yeah yeah so you you touched a little bit on right this the little cancer thing yeah <laughs> a little which you just kind of threw brushed under the table there but I think um if my research has done me right there that that led to the Pink Ribbon Girls, right? And something yeah. along those lines. So can yeah. you talk to us a little bit about that and what that journey looked like for you? Yeah, sure. Um, so I was diagnosed at with stage three breast cancer, a HER2 positive. So what do those things mean when Her you say two. stage three and you know, HER2? Yeah. Um, so, a stage, so cancer is staged one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Okay. And... Um, Stage three can be dependent, and I'm not all that well versed in this, on size or um, has it, um, do you have lymph nodes mm, or anything okay. like that? And stage four is when it's like moved to another spot. Okay. Okay. So I was three because of the size. It was mm. nine and a half centimeters. Now get this. I was about 28. I don't know how old you are, Robin, but. I am 35. Wait, I'm getting closer. <laughs> the mic just ate my boob. Yep, it <laughs> and um, so diagnosed young, and I I was six months pregnant. And you were six months pregnant when you were diagnosed with breast cancer. Yes. How did they? Were you going in for anything related to the baby, or was it separate that they found it, or did you find it? How did you? How did you find it? So when I was twenty eight, I noticed that I had a, a lot of. Um, you know, um, swollen lymph nodes. So I went in, I saw several. It was something you palpated on your own, like uh-huh. you discovered? Uh, actually, it was my ex-husband, if you really want to know. Uh-huh. Well, we like, do. What? I told you not yes. to spare us any juicy <laughs> right. details, <Yeah>. Jamie. <laughs> well, he did something good. <laughs> right. 
So, yeah, so I have went from doctor to doctor to doctor to doctor, and they're like, oh, it's nothing. You're young. You're fit. It would be like you guys, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. you work out. You're There's no family history. There's nothing. Right. So what? it's nothing. Just yeah. cut back on caffeine. Yeah. Okay. Cut back on caffeine. Cut back. Cut back. Cut back. Oh, I thought you said go back. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm sorry. Cut back. No, I, like I you're was drinking. like, oh, carry on. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're, like you're drinking, drinking your caffeine. Like you're drinking too much yeah. coffee, yeah. and that's why. Yeah. yeah. So I um, was just kind of blindly said, okay. And then when I was 33, I got pregnant with my second. And graphically, you know, all of a sudden my nipples started to change. Uh And do you know that every month that I went in for a checkup, they would never do a breast check. You know, like if you're pregnant, they don't. They, at that time, they didn't do a breast check. And I was like, can you check this? Can you check this? Can you check this? And I was... Good for you for being... To be able to stand advocate. up. Yeah, yeah. during... Yeah. And like, I was a little too late, though. Yeah. Mm. Because now at the sixth month, I was about ready to walk out. And I was like, hey, can you check this? And by this time, it was like completely gross and distorted. And she was like... And so then it went from that to radiology to an oncologist to a surgeon to all of a sudden I'm getting chemo. But you have to have the baby first, right? I didn't. I received treatment while I was pregnant. Wow. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah. That doesn't affect the baby? No, he's pretty amazing right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, sure right they would think I I didn't even Yeah. think that could happen. That's crazy. So you not only do you have the stress of a pregnancy, mm-hmm. And like uh, having a new yeah. child, yeah. Now you're also now I have to, yeah, deal with this cancer thing. Yeah, but you were going through chemo while yeah. pregnant, right? And the I mean, when and you have, teaching classes, you and are personal yeah, training. Right, right. You are a strong woman, <laughs> yes. but question scientifically. So when you go through chemotherapy, it's killing the good and the bad cells. So how would that not affect the child growing inside of you? So. I don't know, but my oncologist, Robert Cody, he said, if you are a little bit before or a little bit after where you are right now, that would be bad. You just happen to be in a good spot right now. Like the development of the baby. It's like a miracle baby, basically. Yeah. Yeah. He hates that. Yeah. Well, (laughs) what's his name? Yeah. Jack. Jack, you're a miracle baby. (laughs) Is Jack going to listen to this? I'm going to make it. Yeah. (laughs) He does. does. Yeah. Good, good, good. So, yeah, so then um, I went through about a year of treatment, but around, so that was in January, and around October, um, a friend of mine lived on the same street as me, and she, um, her, our moms connected us and said, hey, my daughter was diagnosed with breast cancer um, six months ago at 31, mm-hmm. um, um, and she... Um, we ought to get the two together. Yeah. So Tracy and I got together and she happened to know somebody else. And <sighs> she was actually the brainchild of the whole thing and mm-hmm. said, let's get this group together. Like and young women. Yeah. And now the us young women are now like 20 years later. Yeah, you're yeah. still so young. So it's no like, yeah. it's not, but it I'm, used to be yeah. like young survivors. And yeah. now it's. Now it's anybody. I feel like. Age. Unfortunately, most people we know now are battling cancer. It's not just this minute, small group of people anymore. It's such a commonality, which is sad. It is. Yeah. And unfortunate. So you guys came together to to bring 
to put together Pink Ribbon Girls. We did. Yeah. And um, so I was stage three. She was one. Okay. And then our other co-founder was two. And at the time. That's a nice perspective to have from like. Yeah. And and at the time, our mission was a little bit different Mm -hmm. from what it is now. Mm -hmm. And so we were visiting people in the hospital and just kind of being there for support. support. Yeah. Community. Community. Yeah. But during that time, I went to at least six funerals within the year. And I had a little breakdown with one person. I said, one per- the one person I got close to, I hadn't heard from in a while, and she was in the group, and I found out that she- it had metastasized to her brain, and I talked to her husband, and then I talked to one of the co-founders, and and she said, well, you have to go to the hospital, and I said, or to her house and see her, and I was like, no, I don't. I mean, it was too close. Oh, my you know? gosh. Like, yeah. I'm stage so three. Hard. I always felt like I was one foot in the door mm-hmm. of death. And oh, you're telling me yeah. I have to do this after I've gone to six funerals? Fuck that, yeah. you know? Yeah, you don't, so hard. Yeah. So I called so Tracy difficult. and I was like, I am out. Mm-hmm. I am out. Scrub my name mm-hmm. from everything that mm-hmm. has to do with this organization mm-hmm. because I can't take it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. It's hard to show up oh for someone gosh, else when you're course. just trying to survive yourself. Right. It's awful. Totally yeah. understand that. No, that I... I Oh, I can't imagine if you if you listen to the podcast, you know obviously about my brother and I'm so sorry. Oh, I rarely get emotional on the podcast talking about it, but that would be so difficult. And because I think about what I was going through myself and like what must you have been going through and then that you have to also then show up for these six other, care of other th- yeah. yeah, things. Like it's just too much to mm-hmm. ask someone to do. And so at this point, like where are you with your treatment or you know, are you where like is it so um, so now I just go once a, once a year. In okay. fact, I'm going tomorrow. So, But this is a thing forever. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, no, it's definitely okay. Yeah. But, you know. I'm no longer looking over my shoulder. It's okay. okay. And I got reconnected with the Pink Ribbon Girls after about 2014. There was this, am- so I always felt like, this there was a tremendous outpouring of support from the community like i can even tell you the stack of cards and books and gifts and spin bikes and airplane tickets and yeah. all this crazy stuff that i received because i was the pregnant girl yeah that had mm-hmm. stage 3 cancer yeah. yeah it doesn't make you feel good i got to say thank you everybody thank sure. you no it doesn't but, discount right. like the gratitude it doesn't take away the gratitude to right. also acknowledge <laughs> the pain at the same time yeah, yeah. So, or or the misplaced intentions or you know the this the things people say when they're meaning well but yeah, you know, it, you know. Look on the bright side, or this could it could have been this, it could have been that. And it's like that doesn't take away what I'm going through right, right now, right? And it just makes me feel like you don't want to see me in pain, and you don't want to be there for me in my pain because it makes you too uncomfortable. Right? Bingo. Yeah, it does. Spot on. And a lot of people just don't know how to deal or communicate effectively enough when someone else is grieving or going through it. Oh no, a hard time. I, I, I think it's That's our right. culture. Our culture is very adverse to that. We don't want to sit with really uncomfortable things. We don't want to sit with the thought that we could die. That we're going not we could. We're going, we're going to, die. to die. We are. Right. And when people see and and it's also uncomfortable to see people you love in pain. We have this mentality of like let me fix it for you. Let me take it away from you. Right. And then it's like the best thing that you can do is you just 
sit here with me and you and be listen. awkward. Yeah. Be yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I, that's, if I can just compliment you one more time, <laughs> is that <laughs> I really, <laughs> I, I, I like how, I think, I like how candid you are or transparent you are with your um, own stuff. And I think that's why it makes, it just, it makes things, people comfortable yeah. to know that yeah. not, you know, everything's, Steaks and blowjobs. No, is it? No, I (laughs) fucking wish it was all steaks and blowjobs, Jamie. But it's not. (laughs) Damn it. Uh, Well, while we're while we're on this topic, I I want to talk a little bit about before we and talk about the organization. um, I was looking online, and there was an article uh, or uh, maybe a, a message written from, I think the CEO and she's 14 years cancer free. Mm-hmm. Yes. Correct me. Mm-hmm. You, you fact check me whenever you need to fact check yes. me. <laughs> um, and she was, you know, talking about these, you know, uns- these heroes, these like heroes in her life. And I know we, we just talked about how uh, sometimes it's hard for people to, sh- to show up in that way for us. Yeah. But I'm interested to know, you know, from your perspective during that time, if you could talk a little bit to lighten it up a little of just, you know, who <laughs> t- t- little and then I'm going to bring it back down again. So don't worry. But, you know, who who were th- who were those heroes that showed up for you or what did what did people do that was like super meaningful and great and that like made you feel good? I had um, three really good friends and um, Lisa, Nan and um, Barb. Mm-hmm. And um I so after I had Jack, I had a mastectomy, mm-hmm. so just one removed. Okay, now, can you imagine how weird that is? <laughs> yeah, no, it's I can't. hideous. <laughs> so on my thirty third birthday, thirty fourth birthday, I'm in this boutique getting a prosthetic, a prosthetic boob. Yeah. So does, it, does that mean so it like ugly. attaches? You can attach it Sensitive and detach it. Well, yeah, how does it, it work? Yeah, it slides into a pocketed bra. Okay. okay. So like my like a chicken cutlet type of th- yeah. type of thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, after all of this went down, they burned it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful heroes. Good. I mean, yeah. they were the people that just would listen to me. Yeah. Listen to me cry. Listen to me scream. Yeah. Listen to like all the things, all the unopened letters and cards that I had, you know, and just let loose. You mm-hmm. know. Right. So yeah, I think it was important to you know we're saying here what not to do. You know, maybe don't those those comments of and they're well intentioned just be we'll look on the bright side or at least this or you know a comparison of something else or i i i totally get it and i have been in that spot where i've said those things to people yeah but maybe just to spread the awareness of like it's you know less about trying to take away someone's pain you're not going to be able to do that Mm -hmm. and that's okay you know what what can you do to just either sit with them in it or i mean just really sit with them in it Mm -hmm. beyond that yeah yeah my mom was a colon cancer survivor actually and it was really hard for me because I was away. I was out of state when she was home and my dad was being the caretaker while actually going to work full time too. So I, not only was I feeling for her, but I was feeling for him too because he had to take over all the responsibilities which were really delineated. Uh, you know, they're 68 now, so you can only imagine like my mom was the one cooking and doing the laundry. My dad had no idea how to do those tasks. Yeah. 
Um, but the gift that I gave my mom was a journal. Like I wanted to know and read about her journey and just feel that she could pour out her emotions onto paper. Um, even if it was just a journal, because it's, it's really cathartic to just get it out of your head and onto paper yeah. or to someone else that's going to sit with you and take the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's really great. That's, that's really nice. great gift that's for sure. So how do you kind of intertwine fitness into all of this into you battling cancer and uh, so what that looks like now? Uh, yeah. All along I knew, so I was always after I was 20 something, I was hundred percent into fitness. Mm-hmm. This is, I wanted to be a bodybuilder. I love cycling. I've yeah. done a couple of centuries, run a couple of marathons. What's I a century? hundred miles? Uh-huh. Oh, damn. Okay. Oh my. Yeah. Um, I've done more. Awesome. So w- w- what you're saying is you're <laughs> not, you don't fuck around. I don't fuck yeah. around. Yeah. And, yeah. um, but so love him or hate him. Lance Armstrong was like, I was hanging on to him. Sure. You know, yeah. he was the best of the cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really honestly don't know much about, much about, I know I kind of like have an idea, but I think that it doesn't even matter because whatever he's going to serve for whoever he's going to, because obviously I'm sure he was a beacon for a lot of people right. going through a really hard time. So total, whatever it was at the end of the day, yeah. he, he served what he served. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, my husband at the time, he gave me his book. Mm. It was called not about the bike and Lance Armstrong had a stage four cancer. And I just remember reading that like the week after I was diagnosed and, and, inhaling it because mm. i was also a cyclist and going mm. you know what just keep moving you yeah. know don't look right don't look left just go straight ahead yeah. and just as long as you're moving forward there is no way that how are you going to die you know yeah mm-hmm. unless you crash yeah right <laughs> <laughs> right right we, but we'll come to i that just always it, yeah. felt like you know that's what I needed to do. And I also had a little bit of ego tied into it. Like at the health plex, you know, if I'm doing it, then you should be doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, I'm going to throw out my trump card. Like I am pregnant. I'm going through cancer right, treatment. Like do another squat. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Run yeah. another mile. You're fired. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Like you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Don't talk to me about right. you ate an M&M the other yeah. day and right. you're having a fit about it no yeah um, even today that still annoys me yeah right you no. know you know it yeah so i always knew that exercise was a big part of it and it wasn't until just recently in the past five years that i really understood that there is truly a long longitudinal study from mm-hmm. harvard nurses mm-hmm. um study that says exercise can reduce the risk of reoccurrence by up to 50 percent well fuck if that's the case why isn't everybody doing that yeah who's had cancer yeah right or anybody right 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 when you hear something like that right do you do you work specifically with people battling cancer now i do have a few okay um in fact one cindy shout out she's 67 and um you can find her on my power athletic apparel Mm -hmm. instagram page this is our second bout of cancer. It's a different, it's not mm. a uh, reoccurrence, but fifth round of treatment um, out of six, and she's doing 10 unassisted chin-ups. I can't, I don't wow. have enough weight like, in the room to give her. Like, I cannot do, do 10 unassisted. Oh, I can't even do one. Yeah. <laughs> and she's it's a goal. She's doing it. That's awesome. 
awesome. Wow. She's killing it. Yeah. But I, I have worked with, you know, women who've been like, not Cindy, you know, down here and up to here. But um, I don't really, honestly, I don't really seek it out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a little. Yeah. Fair enough. I imagine people would be, could come from that approach of super hesitant, right? To be and do any kind of fitness regime where you're like, I need to be protective or I'm, I'm, you know, worried. I, I can understand where that would come, come yeah. into play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I probably attract the people that are like, um, I know I'm not going to break. Can you mm-hmm. just help me? Yeah. Instead of the right. people that I have to say, you're not going to break. Yes. Let me help you. Yes. That, that makes sense. That that's makes just total where sense. I'm at. Yeah. That's and where I think you're people at. need to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. In any capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Regardless of what their background is. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Um, I'm going to, I want to talk about the workout top. Yeah, so when I was going through treatment, um, so let's use this as an ex- um, Courtney's outfit for an example. If it's just a regular tank top, yep. when you've gone through surgery and radiation, it is damn near impossible to lift your arms up like this because of all this scarring and tightness that you have in your pecs and your shoulders. Oh. So you can't lift it basically to like a capital T. No. Yeah. yeah. So to put on something like a regular tank top or even a T-shirt, takes about 30 minutes of like contorting oh so as a fitness instructor and personal trainer here i am trying to and you were teaching and working out as you were doing this of course she was (laughs) (laughs) trying to get dressed um to go to work to do my job and whatever and i couldn't find anything to wear that was easy to put on so I kind of toughed it out, but I mean, you can't wear a baggy t-shirt and be motivating in yes. front of people when you look yeah. like crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. You I wanted to that. feel confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So there are a ton of zippered um, bras, um, bras yeah. right? But you still have to put a shirt on over the top. This isn't the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. So what good is that if you still have to do that? So right. I thought, why not somebody make that um to be a tank top that you just slip it on and zip like it a up. vest kind and of zip up all the way like yeah. a superhero outfit yes, <laughs> yes. I like that superhero outfit does it ha- so it, i imagine it has like a built-in bra then right it does yeah and i'm kind of going through a redesign right now oh, actually cool. i am going through a redesign cool. so cool that's so, great yeah it has a zippered bra top and it has like pockets for you to put your prosthetic in and mm. it's got an elegant back to it it's exactly what i would have wanted when i was going through what i was going through yep Mm -hmm. perfect did you meet any resistance like as you're going through treatment by doctors to be like oh you should slow down or you should not do these things no i think they met from me um like why aren't you telling everybody to do this oh interesting yeah Yeah. it seems a lot of cancer patients in general can be very sedentary and afraid of movement or and also going through chemotherapy, you're so depleted, you're so exhausted that I'm. I would imagine not being in those shoes, but that finding the energy to want to move can be challenging. It is right. But, yeah. You know what are you gonna do? Yeah, Sit right. Down and cry about it. Right. right, right, right. But we're all not you, which is empowering just to listen mm-hmm. to this. Well, yeah. yeah, I would. I I feel like I would feel the same way too. Like you're gonna be feeling shitty whatever you're doing so yeah yeah we were just talking about how, how like i have anxiety and when i do i have to move so oh, yeah. 
And I can only imagine like the depths of anxiety of anxiety that would occur when you're diagnosed with something like that, or mm-hmm. you're going through something yeah. like that. Like God. movement would be right. so healing. Sure. I, yeah. you hear this yeah. where she's literally been like, I don't have to look over my shoulder anymore to like think that mm-hmm. I might die. And like, here I am fucking anxious about mm-hmm. a work call that I'm taking at you know, <laughs> or like, that I'm right. anxious that I'm not going to perform well in my workout. This is like coming full circle right, right now. I mean, right, mm-hmm. huh. right, right. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to listen to the yeah. intro. You will. You will have. <laughs> have to do that but how did you have any was your strategy to move to deal with anxiety did you have any other strategies no move yeah i yeah. i feel like i'm better in motion like yeah. even if we were doing this podcast it's very challenging for me to sit here and look at you yeah. and talk but if we were walking and talking yeah i would do a lot better yeah yeah but yeah no i i like i feel exactly like you robin like that's Move it out. Mm-hmm. Move it out. Yeah. 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 No we got to figure out how to do a walking podcast, how to record. Oh, maybe we should just walking. get like a walking group. Yeah. Well, I yes. did try to do a winter walking group last year, but it failed. I think that's but brilliant, though. I know. Maybe we'll do it again. Maybe I'll try to kickstart it again this year. Since he stated being, I tried to do a winter walking group and then we just couldn't. <laughs> we failed. Hey, you know, sometimes I even you like fail. the name, Winter Walk. I like it was it a, a winter walking group, the yeah. WWG. Nice. This is, you've got, yes, you've got to I follow mean, through we, with this. We like put a lot together and then we just never made it happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, something I love about Cincinnati is how many miles I put on my feet walking around this city I that mean, I, I sit in my car in LA and I maybe walk I'm a mile sure. by the end of the day. So oh. you've got to, now I'm going to hold you accountable. Winter walking group. It's happening. Somebody's got to do it. I'll do it. Someone can do it. Yeah. They're like delegate. I'll delegate. <laughs> yeah. I will show up. No. We'll, yeah. I, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Um, so before we switch gears and talk about training group now, Pink Room Girls, all that stuff, which I, I really want to get to because just taking a look at the website, I was like, this is really great and important. And I just love, well, we'll get into it. Okay. <laughs> I want to know before we move forward here, something that I'm dealing with currently too with my grief and that I've been experiencing and that I've you know kind of said to myself of this this like concept of lessons learned through tragedy and and again this thought of like that there's this enlightenment to get from this really bad thing that's happened to you Mm -hmm. and I've found myself for sure thinking those kind of thoughts you know well Almost of like, I'm going to make sense or make something positive out of this really, really, really shitty thing that's happened. And so I kind of want to start as like this caveat because I also think that I didn't need, you didn't need this tragedy to happen to you to, to learn these lessons that I, ha- and I've, I have learned so much about myself, about love, about connection, everything for sure yeah. to not take away, but also not to put the pressure that you have to find some enlightened way or some enlightened path or there was a big mm-hmm. lesson to learn. You know, this happened for this grandiose reason. No, it just fucking shitty and it happened, mm-hmm. you know? Amen. So to say all of that first, to preface it, I'm interested to, you know, what have been some of your biggest takeaways from it? And maybe not necessarily, you know, lessons learned, but just, you know, out of the whole experience. Uh, I think I'm kind of like the same way as you mm-hmm. is that when... So a year after I was diagnosed and the Pink Ribbon Girls were, it was really kicking and starting to really see some get, getting getting out there. Yeah. Um, Tracy and I and the other co-founder, Don, we were awarded um, the, the 
a word of hope or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And I, when I had to get up and have a, do a speech on it, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't say that I've made lemonade out of lemons because I didn't. Yeah. And w- am I going to sit here in front of all these people and say that? Yeah. That wouldn't be true to me. And I may have taken that to extreme because I was pretty pissed off for a good 14 years. Sure. Sorry. Be pissed yeah. off. Yeah. Like, why would, like, I would be so angry if that happened to me. It's so right. a question of why me. I mean, that has to come across your brain. Right. Yeah. And, be and so aggressive. angry. I mean, I almost yeah. got fired from the health plex. They were like, you got to tone it down in your classes. Yeah. You've got to tone it down. You are way too aggressive. But I was so mad. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So. And anger is just another emotion that we need to let move through us. Yeah. And to have to. You don't gain friends that way. Yeah. You lose marriages and you lose a lot of stuff. So. Because yeah, it's not stakes and blowjobs, right? It's really not. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. That comes later. Yeah. If I, if I had a title of this podcast, it was B would be called Stakes, stakes and Blowjobs. <laughs> So I guess the biggest takeaway is that, uh, I don't know, if I were, I guess maybe the biggest takeaway is if I were to say something to somebody like that was in the same situation is don't wait that long to process. Mm. I mean, I held it in Mm. for so long and was so angry Mm -hmm. and shut off for way far too long. Yeah, yeah. Well, be compassionate with yourself, too. It's a really fucking shitty thing to go yeah, through. Right. But shit yeah. happens. Yeah. Everyone's shit got their happens. stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Everyone. Definitely. Well, thank you very much for sharing. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so tell us, Courtney, about Pink Ribbon yes. Girls. We've heard a roundabout yeah. way. What so, is it? Yeah. So I've been with Pink Ribbon Girls since April. Um, I actually lost my aunt um, in 2009 to breast cancer. I'm sorry. What's um, her name? Her name's Kathy. Kathy. Um, so I've always been kind of, I actually was an x-ray tech for seven years prior. Mm-hmm. So I w- always wanted to help people. But I kind of felt like I was like stuck in a room all day. Yeah. And I was like, I want to be out and about yeah. meet people and help that way. So it's been great. Um, we're starting to get real busy with October, I'm and sure. it's been great to meet people like Jamie, who are just inspiring and you know just great. You've been so helpful with our Queen Bee team. So yeah, and I've been slacking. Yeah, <laughs> I have Not only it. gone to one. You've done train, the train, training on the group other side. Yeah. So you guys have you're leading a training group to train for the half marathon. We yes. do have a training group that uh-huh. meets on Saturdays. Saturdays, yeah. 7 a.m. Do the long runs on Saturdays. Yeah. 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 It's pretty, um, it's very casual. Yeah. Yes, it yeah, is. Very. Right. I just, I live up in Loveland and I'm like, mm, 7 a.m. <laughs> That's really tough. I'm like, I'll just go on the trail. <laughs> That's really tough. So, so you're running that too, though. I'm going to try. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I signed up. So yeah, I'll be there. Good for you. So. No, I remember <laughs> when I was training for my half and yeah, Saturdays were like always the the long run days right yeah yeah, yeah. that's so. cool I, I wish i would have had some kind of running group then because i was just by myself in columbus mm. training but i right. think it would be nice to yeah do it with someone else. it was great when i went and we just kind of you know at our own pace and yeah. had a good time with each other and yeah. it was nice i yeah. just yeah maybe i'll be there this saturday I don't Maybe. think I have a work event. So, <laughs> um, so what does the organization yeah. do? So we um, provide free meals for families, um, house uh, cleaning, rides to treatment, and peer support. Um, and we do that for breast 
and gynecological cancers, mm-hmm. which is really cool because we added that about five years ago. We're seeing a lot more of the cervical cancers, unfortunately. So we added that um, and it's all free, no income requirement. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So Cincinnati serves um, Northern Kentucky as well. Mm-hmm. So we do Northern Kentucky up to Middletown mm-hmm. um, and then we have Dayton as well. And then we also have Columbus, St. Louis, and we just added San Francisco. So wow. it started here and it's spreading. It's awesome. Yeah. So, and we just today, I can tell this, I tell you this now, we just got an Airstream. Wait, is this a What the Fit exclusive? Yeah. Well, it ju- I think they literally just <laughs> dun, posted, dun, dun. they posted a live um, <laughs> video today, so I can tell people. But Woo-hoo. yes. Um, so it's an Airstream that inside cool. of it, yes, it's so, so trendy. cool. Inside, there's like a lump detector inside. Um, and it goes over like the gynecological anatomy and things to look out for. Um, so it's just so kind like of like education. educational and it's going to be um, driving around. We'll hopefully get it down here in Cincinnati. They pink? have it up in Dayton. It's silver, but then they have got like pink ribbon girl stuff on, all over it. It's really cool. So that's awesome. Yeah. So part of my job is to like outreach. And so I'm hoping to get that down here sometime soon. I'm excited about it. That's amazing. How do people get involved? Or so not like people that are going through Mm -hmm. cancer treatments and then also people that just would want to help. Oh, yeah. So volunteer opportunities are always there. Mm -hmm. Um, We do a lot of third party events in Cincinnati. So like, for example, we have like we do a lot of like places that are like athletic places so like power ride up in loveland is doing a fundraiser so like if anybody wants to like go to that yeah. that's also like that's kind of like volunteering but uh-huh. you're also volunteering your time um so we just do a lot of events out in the community um i'm always looking for volunteers yeah. so you can just email me um but yeah are you guys gonna have a team at the queen we bee do. is it a yeah. team yeah. Mm-hmm. okay cool yeah. have we have a code up. if anybody wants it just let me know <laughs> what's the code do <laughs> You get like, like half jo- off, but I team? think it might be already expired. So this is going to come out October 4th. Yeah. Might yeah, it might be expired. Yeah. Damn it. That was a that was a cock tease right there. But <laughs> back to the blowjobs. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, that's okay. I know I, I'm not going to, I'm not running, but I love to come. Yeah, come yeah. cheer us on. Oh, for sure. I will yeah. definitely. a lot of survivors that are running, so it's really cool. That is really great. Yeah. I love the concept, too, that it's providing kind of seemingly mundane things you know meals Mm -hmm. cleaning services rides like that was what i would have oh my gosh for anyone out there you're dealing with anyone with dealing with the loss like someone would have sent a cleaner to my house right (laughs) like a cleaning service i would have like jumped for joy because like you don't have the The energy energy, the motivation the and you know to and but then it you, I don't also want to look at a dirty house. So right. then I'm like, yeah. just like everywhere, I'm, everything is mm-hmm. ah, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to clean, but I don't want to look at it messy. Either. Right. So <laughs> yes. what do but I, I do? don't have the energy. So yeah. what a great service to so provide what, yeah. for someone in Absolutely. need. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's really great. Do you guys do any kind of like big events coming up? Yes, or? Yeah. we do. Oh, great. So um, October 24th mm-hmm. um, is our Ignite the Fight event in Cincinnati. It's at um, Noah's Event Center in Blue Ash. Okay. Um, so we're really excited about that. If anybody wants to volunteer, let me know. It'll be a fun event. Nice. So we just like cocktail hour. We have silent auction items. Um, and then we do dinner. And the dinner is actually the meals that the clients get. So oh. everyone can get, get to try them, which yeah. is really great. That's it's from really great. Dayton, That's... Scratch Catering. It's really good food. Yeah. We had our food tasting last week, and I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah. so good. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and then we'll have, like, speakers, and then our CEO will talk, and, yeah, 
yeah. So it's going to be a good event. So if anybody wants to come or volunteer. That's yeah. that's great. That sounds fun. Let me know. Perfect. Um, yes. I want to talk a little bit about like your guys' fitness routines right now. I mean, yeah. Courtney, I know that you come to some market muscle. Maybe no, I, ca- I know. <laughs> I went to like the first couple ones and then it just summer gets busy and now it's like fall yes. and I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, no, I like, also too have fallen off uh, I, the last yeah. couple months for market muscles. It just right. and it's been really so. hot. I know, right? I love to work out in the heat though. You. When we, when you and I, Robin, went to Angie's class and it was like 95 that degrees. That was my third workout of the day accidentally, but yeah. I almost died. <laughs> no, it was, so, <laughs> oh, no. I, I like, I, I like it to be like really hot. It oh, makes gosh. it much more intense. You to like me. to be dirty. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, Robin. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. But what, <laughs> what are your guys' personal fitness um, regimens, routines, so practices, anything like that look my like? My favorite thing actually is bike riding on the trail. What trail? Loveland Bike Trail. Okay. I've never been to Loveland you Bike have Trail. To come. It's so great. I know. I hear all about I it. I just like to go it. Up to the monkey bar. Oh, yeah. That's the So that's best the bad thing. Place. It's like, I'll, I'll ride yeah. my bike and then I'll go have a drink. I'm like, yeah. no, cheese. No, that's the good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bad thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that sounds great. But um, I just riding like your bike nature. when you're a little bit tipsy is so. Fun. Can you get a DUI that way? <laughs> Who cares, Robin? This, we're not, we're not Sorry, I'm, be, I'm the one that. being responsible. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but it's so fun. Like yeah. when I've been visiting other cities like Minneapolis, Copenhagen, where it's like a huge bike culture, mm-hmm. and just like bike everywhere. Yeah. And just like, you know, bike home after a couple of drinks, and you're just like, yeah. Feeling yeah, great. It's, like, I know. Winds it, whipping your hair. I feel like I always get back faster too. De- I mean, like, definitely. Hmm. <laughs> For but, sure. Yes. I just like being like in nature too. Uh-huh. I just feel like that takes like my anxiety. It's just like yeah. I feel like I'm in nature, like I'm away from everybody. I'm in my own zone. Definitely. So it's like my favorite. I love that. Favorite workout, I think, yeah. right now. Great. Jamie, so. what about you? What are you doing? Running uh, 25 miles? No. 100. No. Yeah. <laughs> Cycling comes easier to me than anything so mm. not to trump you hey. but i'm going to that's okay <laughs> i like to ride with my good my good friend and neighbor from bellevue to the monkey bar no way how many how many miles <laughs> is that know. that's a lot it's like 60 something <laughs> so you ride there you have a few drinks and then you ride back yeah that's the perfect that's summer day how long does it take you janine how many miles is that? Like she's gonna answer me. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's, <laughs> it's um, Janine, right in. I don't know. I feel like it's, it is. Yeah, because I think be. from Loveland, so, it's like twenty-five. Wait, yeah. you say sixty? How how long does that take you? Well, you know, if you're sitting at the monkey bar. So you, <laughs> okay, but so you leave. In, what time do you leave in the morning? I'm like ten, and we'll then get you back get to the monkey bar. Six. Okay. Yeah, so we get there, and then we'll have a couple of yeah, you know whatever what's Beers? your drink of choice um truly i'm f- a west sider uh-huh. so i love beer it uh-huh. doesn't like me so but on a bike ride like that yeah definitely stella oh stella. Yeah. Yes. okay Interesting. Yeah. and then we'll go to loveland have some lunch and then ride back that is the perfect perfect <laughs> summer day oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah do you get bothered by the heat though if it's too hot humid it's fine do you wear a helmet of course do you wear bike shorts like Girl, with the padding on the butt i'm a real cyclist yes <laughs> i'm just trying to paint she myself i'm just trying to paint myself a picture yeah, here yeah i don't know too much about cycling so no. i don't know i don't know if that's like this st- everyone who's into yeah. cycling does it or like no think everyone. lance armstrong girl 
Okay. Yeah. Do you have an outfit? Do you have like a onesie? Uh, I don't have the onesie, but I do have um, some. uh, When I was at the above Jason Reeser's bicycle outfitters, we had a bike team. Uh And he still is doing that. So I have a jersey that's all branded up. My husband hates that. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> you look like a walking advertisement or writing I advertisement. Love that. I love that shit. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. But I would no. love for someone to make me a walking advertisement. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, it's, it's fine. What, I'll wear whatever you want. Yeah. Pay me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good day. I like to, every trainer I think needs to have a trainer. So yeah. a couple of times a month when I have time and when I have money, I train with a guy up in Blue Ash that I really re- respect uh-huh. just to... Um, bounce some ideas off of, get some new ideas, get some form checks, yeah. you know, kind of get back to my roots of the love of bodybuilding. And I like to strength train. And, yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Do you do I any row? row? When I, you know, my oh, business cool. partner is a rowing coach. Wait, so. so like actual row? No, like indoor rowing. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. But when I, <sighs> if so I don't hard. have that a lot of time, that's what I'll do. Yeah interesting yeah what do you do you know what i do jamie i'm all over the place um this week i boxed for the nice. first time in a room um, that place no title no, no. i was not title i was at iron sharpens iron okay um past a guest when this when this episode comes out they'll have been a past okay guest. uh Went to I went to see them. I did some deadlifts today with Sarah Jenkins in the morning. Um, what else have I done? Did a dance class. I like to keep it very. I like to keep it varied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like to switch Change it up. It but I don't. But I don't want. I don't like it to be just like all cardio stuff. Like I like a, a deadlift or a mobility or like you know Ange Gordon her oh, yeah, like yeah. heavy lifting stuff. Yeah. I love love stuff like that. So my daughter invited me, she's 22, to uh, this co- class called Vibe Dance. Have you heard of it? No. It's in Newport. And she said, she said, um, Mom, you got to try this. Uh-huh. She was like, there's two rules. One, you, um, they're going to um, ask you your name and um, you have to introduce yourself. And two, you just have to keep moving. So I get in there and they go, hey, is anyone new in class? You know, and so I raise my hand. They introduce me and all this stuff. And then she said, um, the second rule is you can't judge yourself. And the third rule is you got to keep moving. So the, the three rules. Yeah. So she was like, okay, everyone, we're going to start. Okay. And I'm like, Steph Aerobics instructor. Yeah, you're like, I've got this. Got I this, man. totally have nailed this. Holy crap. The warm-up was so fast and so hip-hop. Like actual dance class? Like hip-hop, cardio, dance class. I just ended up, she was like, just keep moving. I don't care what you do. Don't stop. Just keep, I did jumping jacks. I did power jacks, squat jumps. You're like, you know, like, I know I how to move. I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> what did you hate about it that you couldn't, like, I you couldn't, wanted to nail it? I wanted to nail it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't nail it. I, yeah. That's not... I can't do the dance classes. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I'd like yeah. to sit back and watch. Yeah. Right. The dance, yes. the dance class that I went to dance with Jess or Jess with Dance Factory Fitness. Oh, I heard her podcast. Yes. A, oh, she's wonderful. She's, I loved that episode. Yes. She's so great. <laughs> she's amazing. Yeah. She's halfway through her pregnancy right now. Oh. Just j- j- so much energy. 
you got to take her class is way more of like high intense cardio versus a like dance like, worn mm-hmm. choreography. Yeah. Okay. You know That's what cool. you should what? do? What? On Halloween, which is on a Wednesday, she's going to be at Market Muscles doing a dance class. Okay. You should come down to Family Market Wednesday at 530. I can do that. And (laughs) you're like, I I do have a class at (laughs) six. I teach. You have a month (laughs) to find a substitute, perhaps. You're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. Or I'll bring them all down. You can bring your whole class down. Yes, I could. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be a great idea. It's not complicated. (laughs) No, it's not. It's really fun. It's like it's really fun. Music, high knees, jumping jacks. Love that stuff. No, you. I I got that. Grapevines. Yes, she'll do a grapevine. I love a grapevine. What do you call it when you do the step? When you go over the step and you do the little arm thing on the step and you travel across the step. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, turn step. uh, Helicopter. Do do the L. Yeah, the L step. I love all that. I (laughs) fucking love step aerobics so much. And what happened? I get the health plex. There, it cut to the point where I left. Jamie, you got to bring it place. back. You got to bring it back. I do. Is everything yeah. that everything that is old is new again. People are so yes. into the fucking nineties. Mm-hmm. You can bring it back. Yeah, I could. We'll wear the outfits. Yeah, I could just make my whole studio all about the step aerobics. You do could it. just do an entire God. step aerobics studio. That sounds fun. You could have different and and you. So this is the thing: is you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do it to. Uh, modern current music what you think so yeah i do why because i think that's how you're gonna attract that's how you're gonna attract the the crowd right now okay you keep your moves you keep the vibe Mm -hmm. you keep your your style and everything okay but you gotta fucking have some post malone in there or some all right right. (laughs) okay that's what you gotta do okay you guys we've arrived at the question you know it's coming it's been so fun. I know, yeah, I'm sweating right? my ass off in here. It's so hot. <laughs> it's How do you so take hot. this? <laughs> I'm sweating, Jamie. I have a sweat mustache. Don't you see it? It's hot. <laughs> I know it's hot, but here we are. Okay, guys, whoever wants to go first, you have to chug your glass to see who goes first. What <laughs> does being fit mean to you? They're really going to do it. <laughs> you want me to go? Yeah. Um, for me, I think being fit is more of like a mental thing. Um, I, I don't know. It's tough for me because I do so many different random like things to make me feel good at the end of the day. Like if it's a walk, if it's going to hit some golf balls, if it's the bike trail, if it's a cycling workout, I think it's just your mindset of you feel good at the end of the day. Yeah. I was going to say you said already, like how do you feel good at the end of the day? Like if you feel like it it improved your day and you just feel less anxious, I think that's how. That's how I would feel. Yeah. That's how I would feel fit. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Love it. Jamie, what about you? I think it's um, it's having the physical and mental confidence to do whatever you want to do or whatever someone says, hey, let's do this, you know, and okay, you know, you um, let's bike across Indiana. Sure. <laughs> Which I've done, but um, thank God none of my seven hours me to do that and forty six minutes. Thank you, seven wow. hours and forty six minutes. You uh, biked across the whole state. I did with the team. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. But you know, it took some training. So it's yeah. like having the physical and mental confidence that um, you can do whatever you want to do with some training. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. it's all about up here, right? Yeah. It's all yeah. in the head. Right. We can all run a marathon if you train. Yeah. 
You're right. We all right. can. Yes. Mm-hmm. You just gotta right. believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw something. Oh, I'm gonna pull it up. It's really important. I took a picture of it today and I think that it perfectly describes what you're talking about. I don't even know how to work. I can't my wait phone. to see it. Okay. Hold on. Okay, here. Nope. I'm just kidding. I don't oh here it is. Okay. <laughs> Your mind will always quit before your body. Don't wish it were otherwise. Anticipate it. Train your mind more than your body. Oh, I love it. Yep. I love that. That was on Sarah Jenkins' wall today in her studio. I love, love that. it. Yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, perfect way to end. I really appreciate you guys for coming on. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Where this can they fun. follow you? Where can they get involved with the organization? Yeah. All this, all the things. Um. You can so you can follow me yeah. at Jamie Hoffpower um, on Instagram mm-hmm. or powerathleticapparel.com mm-hmm. or personaltrainwithpower.com. Awesome. We'll tag it all. Yeah. Um, you can follow me at, um, I think it's court underscore Kramer. Yeah. And then at Pink Ribbon Girls. Yes. For Instagram. Amazing. Um, Facebook's, you can find us on Facebook too. Okay. Pink Ribbon Girls. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. And Robin? Well, yeah, go to my mic. Robin <laughs> underscore underscore Cohen. Yes. yes. <laughs> Follow her, DM her, tell her to come back to Cincinnati. Slide in, bring me back. Yes. Are you moving? <laughs> Temporarily back to LA until the next season. Robin's okay. mic is on the ground, so she's not going over. <laughs> Talking about transparency and authenticity. <laughs> oh, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you. Follow the podcast at What the Fit Podcast. Me at Chrissy Grody. Tell all your friends. Spread the word. Share the love. Thank you so much. Bye bye.